Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Imagine a picture in your mind's eye. You are on a long road trip. On this journey, you can see mountains, beautiful mountains, greenery, lush valleys and meadows. The air is so crisp, you have never smelt such sweeter smells. The road is winding and curving, and as you ascend up into a hill, it turns and you're on the road and you're on the inside lane. And so you're driving, you're driving a bus, a, not a small bus, a large luxury bus. And you can take that big steering wheel and you're driving along this long winding road. We're on a journey. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Eartha, and I am so happy that you are joining me today on this journey. Keep that image in your head for a second, because I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts to you. And my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts available to you wherever you're at. And right now, we are on a journey. Let's continue the journey. Luscious green meadows. We're traveling up this winding road in our large luxury bus. Yet, gradually, we see some precipitation, some fog is starting to get on our windshield, on the glass. We can see the road, but it's starting to get heavier. So we put on the windshield wipers, and now the road is clear again. We continue on our journey. The road is still winding. We're still in that lane close to the mountain. But the rain and the fog is a little bit heavier. We're ascending up that mountain. Stay with me, because all of a sudden, the road is not so smooth. The road begins to get bumpy and the bus is rocking as you hold on to that steering wheel and you are ever so attentive. Can you feel it? Can you feel your attention getting very sharp as you're driving that bus and the road is getting bumpy and now there's potholes and the rain is starting to come down. Can you feel your attention sharpening? End of exercise. 
for right now because we're going to come back on that bus. Notice how the road started off. It was smooth. The weather was great. There was a sense of excitement and euphoria. But then as the road got a little bumpy and we're close to the road, I could feel that myself a little bit uh, sharp and holding on to my imaginary steering wheel. I could feel it myself. My limbs and my arms and my legs, it's like I'm driving. Who's driving your bus? And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about compassion, but not just any compassion. We're going to talk about self-compassion. Self-compassion. Imagine, this is just a short story, that you are with a friend and your friend is driving that bus. And when the road was smooth, that friend was doing pretty good. You were enjoying your ride. You were sitting in the seat and your legs were crossed. You had your coffee and you're checking some of your messages. But when that road got bumpy, you put your coffee down. You unfolded your legs. And when that rain started to come so strong and the windshield wipers were going, what did you say? Did you say anything to your friend? Was there any kind of concern that does the friend need a relief for driving? Are you okay? And maybe there is a sense of maybe if I talk to my friend, I'm going to maybe calm them down because you could tell that friend was alert. You know, the eyes are glued and there's no smiling. And, you know, you once were having a casual conversation, but now the friend is not talking because they're focused. Who's in that driver's seat? Let's say that friend in that driver's seat is somebody that's very close to you. And maybe you convinced your friend to kind of pull to the side of the road. You see ahead, there's a rest stop. And so you convince your friend to pull over to that rest stop. The friend does, and you can see that your friend is just breathing a sigh of relief. The break was very much needed. What are you going to tell your friend? What words will you say? Would it be something like, wow, you know, you could have stayed on the road. I was drinking my coffee and I I spilt it all over the place. I couldn't even concentrate on my email. You know, I should have asked somebody else to drive. You know, I just thought you could handle it. Well, you know, maybe we should just stay here for a while and wait for the weather to, you know, to clear up because obviously this is too much for you. Would you tell your friend that? Imagine that friend is you. No, let's not imagine it. The friend is you. Because no one knows ourselves more than ourselves. 
even people who are, are so close to us. Sometimes even those people don't know the deep dwelling inside us. And yet, sometimes if we look at ourselves as a friend, how do you talk to yourself when the road is not so smooth? In self-compassion, we're going to look at ourselves as a close friend. Now, I used an analogy about that road, that image, because it's easy to see that, and it's easy to see that driver, and it's easy to see how you're sitting in that seat. And when the road is not so so smooth, isn't it pretty common that this is the kind of talk that we usually have? I mean, look, let's be real. If you are at the airport and you've waited for a long time and some people, I mean, maybe not us, but we may have hurt other people. You know, you've waited for a long time to get on the flight and then you're on the flight and they find something, um, something's going on with the plane. So the flight is delayed. And finally, you are on and boarding the plane, you're boarded the plane, and you're taking off. And you just kind of overhear conversation snippets of, now I'm going to be late. What am I going to do? I wish I would have caught another flight. That internal criticism feeds negative emotions. It buries hope and it suffocates our self-worth and creativity. And so we may find that we want to move to another seat. But let's just say we're that person on the plane. That 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 part of us on the inside is, the, you know, that friend, that close friend that's so comfortable with saying anything and everything comes out, not, not out of our mouth, but out of our thoughts. It still has the same negative effects on our, neg- on our emotions and buries hope and self-worth. So what do we tell this friend? Do we tell them, you know, I just need for you to talk positive and take a few breaths. But let's go back to the scenario that we were having in our imagery of when we had the bus and our friend pulled over to the rest stop. And we're going to use compassionate words to our friend. Are you okay? It was really, really raining hard out there. And you did a great job. I don't know if I could have done that. It's great that we stopped and we could catch our breath. What do you think? You think we should stay here? Or maybe we could just drive a little slower? You know, can you tell the tone is different? Sometimes, the one thing that we have to kind of keep in mind is that when we're 
going around those tight turns in life and we find ourselves on a rough road and maybe we find ourselves getting stuck in a pit. Maybe the first thing we should do is ask ourselves, am I okay? Did I get hurt? You know, kind of look around. Where are we? How did I get here? Now, and then we ask ourselves, our friend, the friend inside of us, how do we manage? How do we manage from here? How can I get out of the situation? My emotions, am I okay? That Just that ability to ask that special friend, and I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me, is a sign of humility. It's a, it's a, it's a way of finding our perspective on where we're at in reality. This is not a show. This is not science fiction. This is real. And this is the world that we live in. And so it's okay to have entertainment because it's entertainment. But when we're going around the roads and tight curves and the road begins begins to get bumpy, most of the time, we're not really thinking about entertainment. We're thinking about how do I manage these bumpy roads? And so when we are compassionate and do self-compassion talk and talk to ourselves like we would talk to our close friend, we're gaining acceptance for where we're at. We're learning from the path where we came from so that we can adjust. Self-compassion is not feeling sorry for ourselves. Oh no, self-compassion is just the opposite. It is actually building on internal strength. What we're doing is we're allowing ourselves to not only see where we're at, but also figuring out how we can get better, stronger, and learn from where we're at. So we're not running away. We're, we're not running away from any situation. It takes a strong person to look adversity in the face and say to the adversity, you're not going to control me because I am going to take a deep breath. And I'm going to figure out how to get back to calm so that me, myself, and I can learn and get out of the situation and make things better. So in practicing self-compassion, you're giving yourself permission to be honest with yourself. You're not making excuses, but you're really looking at things, experiences, face-to-face, and reflecting on what you learn and what you need to do to adjust your lifestyle. And so relating this back to our series of lifestyle changes, it is so helpful to practice 
self-compassion. Because in order to go forward and change our lifestyle, we have to be willing and open to be real with ourselves. And it doesn't mean to punish ourselves. It doesn't mean to scrape up all the history of how we got into this situation. It doesn't mean to go back and point fingers at what was and who didn't. And no, it is. This is where I'm at now. I've got a road ahead of me and I'm going to navigate that road ahead of me because all those bumpy roads behind me taught me how to navigate towards the future. We appreciate. We have an appreciation for what we have now. And so the present, our present circumstances becomes a present, a gift, because it builds up our self-confidence. It builds our honesty. It builds our sense of responsibility. And whatever happens, it makes us stronger to go forward with our lifestyle change, whatever that may be. So in the week ahead, talk to your friend, you know, that, that really great friend, that best friend. Maybe you haven't talked to that friend in a long time. I encourage you, take a few minutes and speak to that friend that, that you, you are that best friend to yourself and say some compassionate words, some encouraging words, some positive words. And any kind of mistake or if there was any time in the past that you kind of went off the road and you found yourself at the rest stop, remember, you're at a rest stop. What do people do at the rest stop? They rest. They go to the bathroom. They get a snack. They don't live there. You know, have you ever seen anybody pull into a rest stop and they're unpacking their suitcases? They're starting to build a house. Of course not. It's a rest stop. Go to that rest stop. Take a breath. And say, this is where I'm at. But I have learned from my past in order so I can get back on that road and do better. Thank you for joining me on Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I look forward to talking with you next time. Have a great week. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's available now at Amazon.com.